When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. Tonight, we cover episode 11 of season nine Below Deck, titled Shoulda Join the Navy. In this week's episode, we talk Jake and Reyna's morning after, news of the new stew coming on, welcome on Tony and Portia, go over some slip-ups in the kitchen and on service, and also go over Captain Lee bearing down on the deck crew. We'll go over who won and lost the week, and finish out our life advice, this time around getting out of the dumps. We'd also like to get some more listener-submitted life advice. Uh, Send it over to us at belowdeckpod at gmail.com, and we'll try to help you out where we can. Let's jump right into the episode. Sean, I'm really getting to a point in the season here where we're a person down, and not only is it impacting the charters, but it's also making for a dwindling amount of storylines. Like, how soon can a new stew come on? Well, I mean, short answer next week. So, that, so that's great, right? We, we, we know she's going to be there. Uh, yeah, John, the past couple episodes have been very Rena and Heather heavy. Um, I don't want to say almost to a fault, but I think you're saying that. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, okay. Best case scenario, news Sue comes. I forget her name. Oh, we'll we'll know it next week, but that'll be there'll be some Jake interaction there. Uh, you know, Frazier may be competitive with her. I think it'll it'll be great just for the boat in general. Maybe she flirts with Eddie too. I I'm excited, but yeah, not not my favorite episode of the season. Some good stuff though. Yeah, I mean, there's. I think at this point, everyone's kind of. I don't want to say like we haven't run out of storylines at all because there's a lot more things to count. But like, yeah, you know, Rachel's kind of her own island, right? Yeah, she's kind of friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. Eddie's the same way. Um, you know, it does seem to be really eccentric as far as Raina and Heather, but like Wes isn't giving us much. You know, Jake is Jake. Like without him, I don't know where the season would be. Um, yeah and and, and Frazier Frazier's great but I, I feel like they haven't really put him into the spotlight in the last couple episodes so hopefully this changes the, the dynamic bringing someone in but mm-hmm. I mean without it like how many how, how many more weeks can we go here so <laughs> um so I, I'm glad I'm glad somebody's coming on hopefully there's a spark there uh I think Heather showed a picture uh, like in, in like one of her like interviews and like I don't know she looks pretty cute so you know maybe looks that, like Heather maybe right? that sparks something yeah pretty much she's just like <laughs> another like thin blonde um so ho- hopefully hopefully something happens there uh so Sean let's get into this episode a little bit so we start the episode with the conclusion of Jake and Raina uh so apparently they don't hook up they don't have sex uh Look. Sean are you are you buying that not really. Okay. Here's where I'm confused. So what maybe if they don't actually have sex sex, 
they're rolling around in bed naked, right? Making out. Yeah. So they're basically saying like, oh, you know, I'm really glad we didn't do that or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you kind of, you basically did. It's negligible, the difference, (laughs) right? Like if you're this Paris girl or uh, Rena's guy from Canada, like you're going to be just as pissed, I think, regard either way. Um, I think... And they were just smiling at each other so much the next day. Anytime it was brought up and like smell at the camera and everything. I bet they did. Right. I mean, but then again, why lie if you came that close and didn't do it? Yeah. I did. Well, I I think, I think maybe Jake does have something to lose in Paris. Yeah. You know, like if he, I mean, obviously they have some form of over relationship because, mm-hmm. you know, he even like mentioned to her on the phone, like, oh yeah, we, we were fooling around, but we didn't, you know, get, we didn't actually have sex, but it just like, I mean, you're right. How much closer could you get? Right. <laughs> like, are you splitting hairs? Are you splitting hairs at this point? Yeah. If she saw that footage, I, I don't know. That's, that's too close for comfort. Yeah. <laughs> no absolutely uh so sean so they get through that and then uh kind of all the crews together and heather tells everyone that they found a replacement and captain lee has hired her friend um so i would have thought that fraser would have been happy to get an extra pair of hands but i think his insecurity here is trumping his need to not work 20 hour weeks here um, hmm. what was what was your thought about that are you in fraser's camp or heather's camp related to this heavy fraser here's why and he's got the best if you were talk like you know sports analytics efficiency ratings jake and fraser are the two like highest like every time they're on screen to me it's gold and you know fraser's main concern like one it's like hey i'm gonna lose my status as the second stew, because this is Heather's friend. They worked together for eight months. Like she's going to kind of trump me already. And, you know, she knows exactly what Heather wants and he's going to lose his status. But mostly he brings this up. He's super afraid they're going to have inside jokes together. And it's just like dreading it. And I just, I love that so much. Because <laughs> not that I still like Heather, but she's going to be a little insufferable. A little bit cringe every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And just I don't know, seeing her have inside jokes with someone else. If you're working with that, you you get upset too. Yeah, he doesn't want a third wheel, right? I mean, I yeah. think when you look at the the deck crew, Wes is already like the third wheel, right? Raina <laughs> and Jake are hooking up and Wes is just there. Yeah. Uh, and so Frazier doesn't want to be on the same side here where Heather and you know the new stew have all these inside jokes, have everything. It's like mm. that's kind of a funny thing to bring up. Yeah, I won't I won't be in on the inside jokes. That will suck. Uh, yeah, no, you know, Frazier's always worried. He's he's a politician. He's always worrying, like, okay, he's trying to you know advance. I still think he secretly runs the boat, but he's like, oh no, this is gonna be this could be two on one if he like if him and Heather have a problem. I mean, guys still got Jake and Rena. Yeah, it was kind of a funny scene when, you know, Frazier, Heather leaves and Frazier's like, oh, I don't think this is a good idea, yada, yada. And Heather Heather just comes halfway down the stairs. She's like, 
what do you want? We wanted an extra hand. It's her or nobody, which I'm not sure it's her or nobody, but she like she was scary in that moment. I don't want to be that, on <clears throat> Heather's bad side. That, that was that was a moment. That was a good moment. Uh I mean, if you're going to complain about Heather to someone, like the fact that Rena's right there is just great. Like Rena's always going to agree with anything you say that Ben Mouse Heather. Yeah. And look, and like Heather obviously does have a point. Like we need help. Mm-hmm. Like this this isn't working. And like you said, maybe not working for the show long term. So, like ultimately, I agree with Heather. But like I don't know, I, I like Fraser too much that I, I see a side. Yeah. And now you mentioned, you mentioned like politicking a little bit. It was really interesting how Heather noticed Frazier's hesitancy mm-hmm. and puts the onus on him and kind of reassures him like, Hey, he's the right-hand man to this vessel. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have to show her the ropes because she doesn't know anything. Now, I don't know how if that's how Heather really feels, but that's what she's portraying to Frazier. I'm sure Frazier's smart enough. He might just see right through it if that's not the case, but uh, it will be interesting to see how this turns out. I think this is a dynamic that the show needs. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, once this new girl knows where you put everything and knows the layout of the boat, and like Frazier is good, but I don't know, he, yeah, you know, she worked with Heather for eight months. I, it might be an even thing. He might, he probably misses Jess at this point. Sometimes it feels good to like be better than someone else at work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep no one wants to be the worst person at their jobs so. yep i agree uh well sean speaking of you know maybe someone not living up to their job um well let's first talk about uh tony and Portia. so okay. they come on board they're new get their guests coming on board you know tony is a retired navy officer mm-hmm and they seem pretty easygoing. Yeah. At least those two do. Uh, it looks like some of their guests are a little bit higher maintenance. Um, obviously, they have an out. Some of them have allergies, which we'll get into. But Sean, the first lunch, it's a Mediterranean lunch. It goes off without a hitch. Um, yeah. Conch fritters, some spice. It looked great. I thought, you know, Rachel had some issues in service in her last charter. And I thought she was off to a great start here. Um, that goes through lunch. However, dinner has some issues. Mm. Um, I, I still don't know the whole allergic versus to- intolerant thing when it comes to dairy. But uh, apparently everyone got it wrong in this episode, right? Yeah. Who, who's to blame for that? Was that Rachel or was that Heather? I guess ultimately Rachel because it was family style. Yeah. And she should have known to not put like cheese as a garnish. And she does, she owns up to that at the, at the end of dinner. Yeah. But like, is Heather supposed to tell her that first? No, I think that's, that's on Rachel. Uh, yeah. I think, I think this is where they got into the issue. There's a difference between being like lactose intolerant and just saying like no dairy. So if you're like lactose intolerant and like someone has like blue cheese crumbles like on or around a like an appetizer or something, you can just grab that appetizer. If you're lactose intolerant, you can probably grab that appetizer, right? 
but if you just say no dairy like maybe that's a different level like like i know like people have like a peanut allergy like they can't even like have a peanut that's made in the same factory like touch their stuff like the dust messes right them up. but i don't know if anyone has a full like dairy allergy i don't think that's a thing i don't know either um yeah because i think like like half the population here's my here's our anthropology talk half half of the world's population has some intolerance to dairy like if they have too much of it it you know costs stomach issues and stuff it's not going to kill them but it's like it causes inflammation in the body now but like it's only like that's if you have a ton of it and it's just like inflammation it's not like you know you're gonna fall ill or anything like that right I mean, I guess some people might be, might be super sensitive to it. Yeah. Uh, but, John, what do you think of a... Uh, Heather kind of goes at it with... Uh, I believe her name was Melissa. Melissa. Pete's husband. So, yeah, so Melissa doesn't get her meal served. I think she's under the same restriction, or I know her husband is. Her yeah. husband can't have dairy, and no I guess dairy, she yeah. just said no cheese. So mm-hmm. I don't know if she is, but, um, you know, I, I know some people asked for chicken or lamb. And then, so her food doesn't come or she can't eat what was served because there's like, let's just say there's cheese crumbles near it, right? Yep. So then she just doesn't want anything. Is she like protesting dinner at that point? Oh yeah. They said, they were like, what do you, they're like, well, what do you want? And she goes, no, I'm good. Yeah. Kind of in like a snarky way, obviously. Definitely. Well, I think so Heather... So Melissa tells them, so this is after two of the guests, one of the guests, the guest that is allergic to shellfish, asks for chicken instead of mussels. And then Pete, he, um, Pete and Melissa, they ask for lamb that hasn't been touched by feta, right? Yeah. And then Heather goes back up, tells them about the second course. And Melissa is like, hey, we wanted to eat dinner together. We still haven't gotten our first course. I'm disappointed now. And then Heather kind of goes to Rebecca after her and goes, uh, your preference, she just said light dairy, didn't say no dairy. And Melissa's like, that's not true. And then, and Heather rechecks and Heather was wrong. She was looking at someone else's paper sheet. Yeah, so I think that's the big issue. Um, And, you know, this continued where, you know, Melissa then said she didn't want dessert. What is she doing here? She's on vacation. Things are going to happen. You have, I'm I'm sure this isn't the first nor the last time that, you know, because of your restrictions, somebody's messed something up. Like, I'm not saying you have to be like happy that it happened, but she just makes the whole table like kind of miserable um, for this. And then she's also not eating dessert. It's like, has she ever, has she ever tasted Rachel's food? It's amazing. The only person you're punishing here is yourself. You're not punishing anyone else. And Captain Lee's there. It's just like, it, it doesn't make anyone look good. And I, I have a bad taste in my mouth about Melissa now. I look, hundred percent agree. Um, yeah, some people are just like a little confrontational, or just yeah. or trying to prove a point. You know, like she was right, and I mean, like again, Heather's face. She, I mean, she does apologize afterward, like, "Oh, you were right, I was wrong." But the fact that Melissa is still pissed after that, like during dessert and stuff. Like you made your point, like your, she did say no dairy and 
like Heather got that wrong and everything, but like, let's be chill now. Like even when Rachel came up and apologized, she still had the awful look in her face. I mean, I mean, yeah. between, between her and Raina, can like anyone ever accept an apology? <laughs> Not from Heather. Not no. is heather just really bad at giving apologies i think that's what it is John, she's kinda, terrible i i thought about this um and i guess this can kind of transition to something earlier in the episode there's something about heather that so when she volunteers captain lee to do the vow renewal and then captain lee's just like uh yeah ask me first yeah there, there's something about I'm not saying she's fake, but there's there's something about her where I I, I can I, I can kind of see it now. <laughs> where I think she's trying a little bit too hard. Yeah, she's trying a little bit too hard at her job and at like maybe you know this image of hers. This is like very successful, like up and coming woman and everything. And I I sort of get it maybe. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to call her fake, but I, I'm sensing a pattern here where people just hate her apologies so much. Yeah, I mean, there were even times where she just kind of like, maybe like pursed, like pursed her lips and looked off into the distance while she was like apologizing, like when she was like apologizing to Raina one of those times. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe that's not a good. Maybe that's not like the best look, right? <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I but i'm sure that's just editing right like we'll never know it's we're just... let's hold off on the opinion but you know we got a few more weeks coming up here but yeah my uh i'm not souring on heather but i want to see a little bit more i thought the scene between her and Kevin Lee was telling that she he just had no yeah. time for her yeah now um he's basically like we're not that close yet you're not kate yeah, that's true. Um, Sean, there was one more thing, and then I think we can maybe get into deck crew a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned when Rachel comes up to apologize. Did you catch a little bit when she said they want everyone to be happy and not cranky? Yes. Okay, so clearly Melissa had to take that as a slight, right? <laughs> as in, like, the servers were going down to the kitchen saying that Melissa was cranky so much so that it's stuck in Heather or Rachel's brain and then went upstairs and was like, well, we don't want anyone cranky. <laughs> That's so good. And it's true too. She was cranky. She was cranky. <laughs> well, she was probably hungry because she didn't eat even yeah. when she had the opportunity to eat. And did you see when her husband got like a full rack of lamb? Yeah. It looked amazing. But she still, she was like, no, I'm not going to eat. What are you doing? I know. Who are you punishing I, here? I think people need to stop taking themselves so seriously. And like, like, yeah, you're upset, but like over something pretty, pretty not important. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. So good moment. The cranky. It's just a way, yeah. that's the way to put it. Exactly. Uh So, Sean, let's get into the uh, the deck crew. I think there were some highs and lows in this episode. Yes. Um, let's start with the high. So, Eddie takes the boat off the dock. Mm. I thought that was pretty cool. Looked like you did a pretty good job, too. Um, 
Yeah. I think, I think in this episode, Captain Lee really wants Eddie to take more of the role of a three striper, you know, um, hundred percent first officer, not a bosun anymore. Yeah. Um, one thing, you know, Eddie T in the boat out, I feel like Captain Sandy lets like green deck, uh, deckhands she just met like drive the boat. Yeah, that's true. It's a totally different like style. And Captain Lee's like, all right, you're a first officer. I guess I'll let you touch the buttons, but I'm sitting right, <laughs> right above you. No, yeah, yeah he, he, he killed it. I know he's a yeah. guy's a tugboat captain, but yeah, did a great job. Um, but yeah, uh, you mentioned uh, like he kind of wants Eddie to take on more responsibility. I know the first thing he mentions is that Eddie's still on the jet skis. Yeah, so I guess first officers cannot fill jet skis. Mm-mm. But I think that that this was a this was like a microcosm of a bigger thing, right? Yes. Like, I think he Captain Lee mentioned that it pisses him off when you know Eddie's doing basic tasks, headphones are being worn, um, you know, texting while on deck. He wants Eddie to delegate more. He wants the eye rolling to stop and he, he wants the deck team to step up. Um, he has an interesting conversation with Eddie about Reyna. Um, and I don't know how the editing was, you know, granted we have to take all this stuff with a grain of salt, but you know, Captain Lee definitely brings up, you know, once Eddie says that she knows she's got an attitude when she rolls her eyes, Captain Lee's like, you should look into that. It might be cause for a bigger thing, which like, is he Miss Cleo? Like, obviously it's a bigger thing. <laughs> like, how did he, how did he know? Um, but yeah, Captain Lee really not happy with the deck crew in this episode. But, you know, I mean, I think, I think it's because he just expects more of them at this point. He's, so, you know, we mentioned the dinner earlier. You know, Captain Sandy would have went down to that uh, galley and had a big freak out with Rachel and Heather. Yeah. Because Sandy loves micromanaging the interior and the kitchen. Captain Lee didn't even say a word. And, but he is, I, I, that's why I love Captain Lee. I like a guy that like came up in the deck crew is going to be harder on them than he is on like the kitchen interior people. Yeah. Cause this is, this is what he knows. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, what Wes is always texting. No one, yeah. no one had eyes in the uh, the guests when they were jet skiing. Yeah, it was not great. And but hey, like he's been super no nonsense. Like, I, and like I don't know if you notice someone always complaining every time they get an order. I think the first time I noticed the eye roll was when is when Eddie asked them to like change into their blacks when they were done filling the jet skis. Like, yeah, it's, it's and, not great. He he thinks he he thinks they don't respect Eddie. Yeah, I mean, if Captain Lee catches an eye roll, that's not great. Captain Lee even said, like, if I catch one more of those, like, there's, we're having a different conversation. Um, I think at the end of the, near the end of this episode, however, you know, Eddie knows the morale's down, tries to build it up, so he has Reyna pull up the anchor. Um, Sean, I think this is the first time in Below Deck history that a deckhand got a good job from a captain and a first officer and took it terribly. Ah, uh, John, look, I don't, I don't know what like Rena's going through. There's a few things I'll, I'll never be able to know, you know, because you know, the whole Heather incident, everything like that. Like I, I understand, 
I'll never quite understand where, she, where she's coming from, but like you know, I respect it. But she's not. She's not a yadi. She isn't. The the whole like she was so mad that they were being tough on her earlier in the episode, and then gave her an opportunity to succeed, and she killed it. And like she couldn't take a compliment because she's like, oh, I, I hate when they do that to our emotions. Like what? What is she talking about? The this job is supposed to be like you. You come on they're tough on you you kind of eat shit the first like month or whatever the first handful of charters and then once you start to learn stuff you'll get a few out of girls and it's like oh like I, I know what i'm doing now i'm confident this worked the system worked and she's not she can't deal with it yeah right? i mean yeah there was a point there she's like oh this isn't right they're they're playing with her they're playing with her head it's like <laughs> no they're not they're <laughs> giving you constructive criticism and then when you do something right they're saying good job yeah this so um and below deck season four uh kelly has lauren what is female deckhand yeah. he has her doing anchoring while captain lee's watching and she like gets really upset with him afterward because like she messes up during it and she's like oh you set me up to fail Eddie's doing the exact opposite thing here. He's like, okay, I'm going to have Rena, Rena, you're going to do this. And I'm going to kind of give you a little instruction, but kind of let you do it because I know you'll do a good job. And that I, I don't know. I Look, there's a lot else going on there. You know, the, the Heather thing is still lingering. I don't know what else. Maybe there's some, is she mad about what happened with Jake? I probably, I don't think so. No, I don't. Again, we, we don't know exactly what's going on, but we know that there's a multitude of things going on because um, she's not necessarily. I don't think anyone can connect the dots on 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 what's going on there. And John, you brought this up, too. Um, you know, when Captain Lee was asking Eddie, like, hey, what's going on with Rena? And Eddie's like, hey, you know, I'll I'll, I'll try to figure it out uh, after this charter. He leaves just like, no, you'll do it today. I I wonder if we'll figure that out next episode or I mean I don't I don't know. I'm 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 very interested. Yeah. I was trying to read like the tea leaves from people and I think I don't know this for sure, but it, it made it seem like Captain Lee was kept in the dark about the uh Heather, yeah Heather Heather Raina thing and but I don't know. Um it doesn't look like that comes up next episode, though. No, because you would think that that would be, you know, part of a bigger conversation. But yeah, I, you know what, I, <clears throat> it sounds like we're going to get some fresh blood on this boat here. Mm. Um, I really hope Rachel can turn it around uh, with her cooking. Obviously, her cooking's so good, but, you know, she's had some slip ups here. And then, you know, hopefully, hopefully, Raina can get more comfortable, um, you know, just on deck here. So, uh, anything else before we go into who won and who lost the episode of the week? No, uh, not really. No, I, John, great observation about Rachel, though. She kind of exists in her, in her own world on, on this, this season. Yeah. She's awesome at her job. People like her. That's like Rena loves working with her. Yeah. I think that's one of my favorite thing about Rena is like she does care about the boat and she does care about her job. Yeah, she just hates 
taking orders from anyone on the deck team. She or does. or Heather, yes. But like yep. Risha could say all the exact same stuff and she'd just be so cool with it. So that's my favorite thing about Rena is like I, I think she does like care about the boat and everything, but look, we'll find out next week, hopefully, or before the end of the season. Yeah. So Sean, who'd you have win in the episode? I did. I had Captain Lee. Uh, in a weird way, it was just nice to see him come down in the deck crew. Like that's yeah. that's what a guy in that position should do and would do. And I love that. I just love how no nonsense he's been with the the phones and AirPods. I know that makes him seem really old, but I respect it. Like, hey, they're on charter. This is a safety hazard. Yeah, and yeah. I, I get it. No one wants to see someone texting on stuff. Uh, I love how we knew there was something wrong with Rena. Guy's been doing this for a while. You're going to be very perceptive about, about that stuff. Like, you know, you've been working, have people working under you for that long. You, you're just going to know. And also love how honest he was with Heather about the Vavrinol. It's like, hey, we're <laughs> basically telling her, hey, we're not that close. You can't just uh, volunteer me for stuff. And I don't know, it's, it's Kathleen Lee's boat. You can, you can just really sense, sense that tonight. No, I get it. I think it was a really strong episode for Captain Lee. Um, I think he's kind of throwing the hammer down because Eddie's not. Eddie's just just like, they don't take Eddie as seriously as they need to, so Captain Lee has to step in. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. Is it because Eddie has kind of got a young, younger face? Maybe that's it? I don't know. Yeah. It's, I, I would love if Eddie was my boss, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe not this crew, though. No. Um, so I had Tony, the charter guest, winning. Guy's got fashion sense. Seems like a great time. Uh, honestly, when, you know, Melissa was throwing a little bit of a fit about the food, didn't seem to bug him at all. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm I'm hopeful to see what's going on with these guys in the, uh, the next episode. Yeah, Tony rules. I think he even talks to Rachel and is like, oh, you know, like their allergies, like, don't worry about them too much. <laughs> yeah like, that that shouldn't stop us from having a good time yeah yeah he's like hey i don't want their allergies to ruin my food so yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah that, that, that guy rules um yeah. i want to know more like no. i like him talking i want more of him and captain lee talking so that was, that was some great stuff yeah who'd you have uh losing the episode i was between heather and melissa and i went with heather just because if you're gonna argue back with someone, like like a guest, you gotta be right. Yeah, you gotta make sure you're right. You can't. I don't know. <laughs> and people don't love taking apologies from Heather, so that's why you always have to make sure you're right. Uh, you know, like Captain Lee was just pretty short with her, but the Navarro neural. And I, you know, the stuff with Frazier, I I think the boat's starting to turn on her a little bit now. She's got her friends coming in. Yeah, she's got that going for her for sure. So maybe that's why she did it. Maybe that's why she volunteered to her friend is immediately. It's like, hey, I need a, I need another ally here. I mean, I guess Rachel likes her, but kind of Rachel's kind of operating on her own show this season. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, I was hoping there'd be more stuff with her and Jake, but she's got the, the boyfriend back home who she's not with anymore. So, hmm. well, well, maybe maybe that ends during the season but not the best heather episode 
Jen, who'd you, who'd you have losing? Yeah, I was actually between Heather and Melissa too. I went with Melissa. Mm. Uh, I just, I don't know. Like Sean, you, you were in, you've been in the restaurant world more than I have, but she just seems like someone like, I think we'll see throughout the, maybe we'll see throughout the charter. That's just like, she just likes being a pain in the ass guest. Yeah. She was more concerned about being right than like having a good time. And like, I don't know. Yeah. Just if the one, if one mistake ruins your dinner, uh, yeah, you just ruin it for everyone else too. Yeah. Kill the vibe. Kill the vibe. I agree. Uh, all right. So let's go into our question of the week. Sean, what do you got? All right. Uh, pretty simple one, but I just wanted to bring it up to you. John, recently, past two weeks, Bullet has been airing at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Now, this is to make way because Summer House will be airing at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, your, any thoughts? How do you feel? How does this make you feel? So I have my DVR recording it. So as far as how it makes me feel, it doesn't really impact me at all. I live in the I live in the mountain time zone. So now it's on at six o'clock. I sometimes live tweet it. Sometimes I just have it DVR'd and I check it out, you know, later that night. But Sean, I've got two questions for you. Does that yeah. mean that what's the better time slot? Like is Bravo saying that they think summer house is a better show it's going to get better ratings like what's the better time slot and is below deck getting replaced as like the franchise so bravo you said monday through thursday bravo would usually just ignore the 9 p.m time slot i believe i feel like they were it was like nine o'clock and ten o'clock were the big time slots got it so i think what's happening is maybe this is due to covid People are probably, you know, more people are staying in. And then people are going to bed earlier and they figure like, hey, 8 p.m., we, we could use that. Yeah. That, that could help. Um, now, Below Deck's still the highest rated show on Bravo. I think it's Below Deck and like the Real Housewives of Atlanta. So Summer House isn't close. Now, Summer, okay. House, is, Summer House is gaining steam, though. Yes. Yeah, so, so here's... Here's, I have a question. Isn't, I know there's a winter house mm. and then there's a summer house. Is it the same people? Like, yes. It, so when do they, what do these people do? <laughs> just like, do they ever work? I mean. So John, I think you'd actually like summer house. So basically here's the show. Here's the original premise. It was like eight hardworking millennials from New York city that I'll get a summer house like for the weekend in the Hamptons and they go there and they party and stuff. Okay. Now all these people have since quit their jobs and just do this full time and like become influencers. Uh, but it's a, it's an entertaining show. I would if you get time, maybe, maybe rewatch the most recent season. Okay. Uh, I think you'd like it. Uh, one girl from the show Paige is actually from Albany, New York. Now she's okay. a she doesn't live in Albany anymore, but like her, her family's from Lydenville. So you know, right where you went to college. So hey, it's uh but yeah, it's kind of like the real world, but they only live in the house part-time on the weekends and you know they party. And I think like I bet you there's a decent amount of crossover between Below Deck and Summer House. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I know that name. Uh, and yeah, she lives in Loudonville. I wonder, I wonder. Yeah, I did live in Siena, so I don't know. I did go to Siena, so that's pretty close. Um, yeah. Maybe there's a Wolfert's Roost connection there. Oh, for everyone, this is a John, the country club, Johnny Sabalanto. Yeah, I was just in Loudonville. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but anyway, let's see. Um, I have no opinion on it. It's probably <laughs> a little bit easier for me at, at six o'clock, I guess. Really? Um, it doesn't really matter to me, though, as long as like that doesn't mean below deck's losing steam. No, they're, they're just going to, I feel like they're putting all their eggs in one basket, though. These are two like good that's shows. That's a big night. Like that's yeah. their big night. Is is people from Winter House or Summer House? Are they the people from Southern Charm? So some of the people that were so Winter House was everyone from Summer House plus Craig and Austin from Southern Charm. Okay. So, but now a few people from Southern Charm are going to be on Summer House because they're dating some people from Summer House. So it's confusing. Uh, but yeah, John, for me at least, uh, second week in the row, I forgot that Bulldog started at eight. I forgot both weeks as well. Yeah. So I, I, I hopped in like 8.45 and I'm like, crap, what again? And then I rewound yeah. and yeah. But look, I, you know, I guess Monday Night Football isn't on anymore with the NFL playoffs starting. So Mondays are very free. They it can- is, is there's, a, there's a Monday game this week. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not sure why they're doing it. Uh, yeah. I think, I think they figure Blood Egg will get a rating wherever they put it. That's fair. And they're, maybe they'll try to bump up Simmer House even more. But yeah. So eight o'clock going forward. But uh, yeah, John, maybe, uh, maybe check out Simmer House. All right. I'll give it a rep. Uh- um, so anyway, Sean, let's get into some life advice. Um, we've got a repeat uh, caller here. Um, so they say, hey, guys, so I've been in a bad mood the last couple of months. This mostly stems from my pandate frustration with the pandemic. Like most people, I'm upset still. Things still aren't back to normal. You guys always seem to be high spirits. Any tips? I know it's not healthy to constantly dwell on the state of the world. P.S. Thanks for doing my question back in spring. I ended up sending an email asking if we could consider a cheaper dress option and was promptly shut down. Worth a try though. So Sean, if you remember, we had a, I guess this person called in to ask if there was, how they could go about asking for a cheaper bridesmaid dress. Do you remember this one? And we were like, good one. Just, yeah, we were just like, you got to ask. Like, I remember being crazy expensive, like 250 bucks or something. Um, so I guess that didn't work. We had advice, <laughs> didn't work. That, that, that's how those things go in like bachelor party, bachelor party chains, uh, bridal party, like text chains and stuff like that. Once, once an idea is set in motion, people are just like, especially with girls in something like a dress, it's like, nope, don't even. Yep. Nope, <laughs> you're in. The, 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 this ball's already moving. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Sean, uh, I'll start on this one. And yeah, I think it it sucks that this pandemic has gone on for however long it has, right? Um, but, you know, we can't change where we are. 
And, you know, I think the only thing we can change is our attitude about it, or I don't know, move to Florida where the pandemic seems to be over. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, Sean, I, I remember flatten the curve. Yep. Where it was like, oh, two weeks and we'll be out of the woods here. I mean, God, that was so long ago. Yeah. You know, so, but you know what I think we can do is change our perspective and maybe put in some habits. So like for me, I work from home full time now. So, you know, if my schedule allows it, I'll get up and go for a walk in the middle of the day, you know, just get some fresh air. You know, I think getting outside, getting some exercise and getting some vitamin D is definitely a recipe to, you know, just like feeling better. Obviously getting vitamin D, isn't that the one you get from the sun? Yeah. 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 Or milk. Milk. I think whole milk has vitamin D. Sean, we just had a whole episode about (laughs) being lactose intolerant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but I think you get like vitamin D from the sun or, or vitamin D helps you absorb more of the sun. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but just like get outside, get moving exercise. I personally am on calls parts of most days. So if it's a call that I don't necessarily need to participate in, um, but I need to listen in on, um, maybe I'll just like get on my Peloton and like slowly bike with like a notepad right next to me or something, you know, like, you know, something, but I think those, those few things, getting outside, you know, getting, getting some sun and exercising go a long way to bettering your mental health. Yeah. Especially, uh, this time of year and, you know, John, you know, you know, Denver gets cold, but I feel like your, your winters aren't as bad as they are in the Northeast or like the upper Midwest. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's like, it's like seven degrees outside today. It was brutal. So yeah. Being able to exercise when it's cold out is awesome. Like go like ice skating. I went the other day, it was five bucks. Had a great time. Um, or like going like skiing or snowboarding or just like, you know, like if it's, not terribly cold, maybe go for a run, but yeah, like stuff like that, 100% agree helps. Cause like the fact that it's cold outside, but you still exercise and like survive the cold, it makes you feel a million times better. Agree with there. But yeah, Jen, my, my main advice was like, as far as like the pandemic, you just have to like concentrate on the things you can do, not like what you can't do. And I don't know, like, I uh, just like think about what, what, like just plan like a trip or something. I know, I know it's tough, but like in this time of year, it just kind of stinks across the country, like post holidays, especially yeah. Northwest ever Midwest where it's like super cold out. But like, I don't know, depending on where you live, like you can still, like restaurants are still open, bars are still open, uh, you know, like movie theaters are like everything's open there's just like some restrictions and like i wish everything was best normal but you can't really control that so like sure yeah focus on what you can do instead of what you can't do and then i i think everyone should just plan a trip this year i i, I don't care how much money you make just eat. like go somewhere do something yeah. and like, yeah i hate putting dates in this pandemic because it's never correct but uh like yeah just plan something for the summer something fun and you'll be able to do it even if things aren't entirely as normal you'll be able to do it and like just having something to look forward to like something real something like kind of big you just need that i mean i know uh i'm doing a bachelor party or going to my friend's bachelor party this summer we're going to denver 
Shout out where John Farley lives. Yeah, we just we just decided that this week. Uh, I'm getting married this year too. Congrats to me. Yeah. Uh, in, in the spring, so like I don't know, I've got like a few things to look forward to, and I'll figure out some other stuff. But like, yeah, I think I just think everyone in this country needs something fun to look forward to, something big this year. So pl- plan that, plan that. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, John, I think one thing that's been tough is uh, I you know, like like sitting like laying on my couch and like watching movies or TV shows or something like that. There used to be like a treat. It was like. Oh, I had, a, I had such a week. I did all this fun stuff. I just want to like kick back and do this now. It's not true anymore. It's just not that much fun. Yeah, you yeah. don't appreciate uh, you don't appreciate it that much anymore. You're like, uh. yeah, it's not really a treat because I don't feel like I used to feel like like that was my like day a week to like not yeah. do anything in the evening. You know, now it's like that's that's the social norm. <laughs> so unfortunately, yeah. So. I don't know. Hey, to our like uh, emailer, we're all going through this. I know me and John always, we, you know, we always sound super happy on the podcast, but you know, we, 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 I'm sure we both have our days too, but like, we're going to, it has to get better. And, but whatever, focus on what you can control and whether it like just being getting exercise and like, doing that stuff during the, the week or just like having something to look forward to this year. It's going to be, it's for the best, I think. I totally agree. So, um, good luck. Uh, and I, uh, I hope, I hope things turn around for you. So, uh, so Sean, that's the episode here. Uh, I want to ask our listeners to please subscribe, rate and review wherever you found us. Um, if you're on Twitter, follow at overboard underscore pod. And then at below deck Sean and at below deck John. And we'll uh, we'll be back next week. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Bon voyage.